Hello everyone, welcome back to Duel of the Takes. Uh, today we are doing a tier list. That's right, a Wii video game tier list. Um, I'm looking forward to this personally. Wii! Yahoo! Before we get into the episode, uh, what was everyone's experience with the Nintendo Wii? I feel like, it just in broad terms, I feel like everyone had a slightly different time when it came to uh, playing the Nintendo Wii. I feel like, I, with all of us around the same age, I feel like it it uh it was released at a perfect time for us where um we were i feel like we all were just really like getting into like video games and stuff and to me this was the perfect like family console like we sports like my my grandmother like played Wii bowling like i can't think of another video game that like my grandparents played it's uh i think it's revolutionary at the time yeah the Wii was definitely like the family console like we had a playstation down in the basement we had some older consoles like the original like uh playstation and uh like sega genesis nes atari things like that but whenever it was time to play games as a family yeah it was wii sports in the living room all the time yeah my grandparents bought us our wii and then they like a few months later bought themselves a wii <coughs> i didn't realize how much effort it was to get a wii when it came out until I became an adult, uh, when I grew up, and I was, like, trying to, like, put together all the pieces of my Wii, because I wanted to play some old games, I was talking to my dad about it, and he was like, yeah, when that thing came out, at my current job, I had to pull a lot of strings and talk to a lot of people to try and get one of these things, because it was like the PlayStation 5 is now, where it was, like, impossible to get on release. I don't think I got mine until, like, 2000. Eight-ish, I think. Yeah, I got mine in two thousand, about the end of two thousand nine. It's it was like so like sought after, but then like a couple years after it came out, it dropped in value so drastically. You could literally find one like for twenty bucks now, and it's like this thing was like revolutionary. And there's games on it that you literally can't play on anything else. It's weird how it like changed like holidays. I remember Thanksgiving one year. Uh... Some aunts and uncles, like, literally uh, stayed here, uh, I remember, like, in the basement, and uh, we played Wii Bowling for, like, hours, it felt like. I think it was till, like, late at night, and it just got really competitive in that. It was it was a fun time. Can we just say that I, I'd never, like, experienced a console release that had a game that came out with the console, that was often sold with it, that was tied to directly to the console so strongly and also was a good game well we'll be getting there when we get there yeah we already kind of came up with the tiers i think we may be adding more as we go along but uh at the bottom we've got shameless shuffleware the wii is certainly known for having a bunch of really cheaply made garbage games uh so i think we have a couple of those on this list We've also got Lay Off the Motion Controls. Some of these games really didn't need motion controls or were entirely built around the use of the Wii's uh, sensor and not in a good way. We also got Better Than You'd Expect. I think that there's a ton of slept-on Wii games and this is the perfect underrated category for it. Above that, we've got Actually Good. These games are great, maybe staples of, of a household. And then at the top is Supreme, the best of the best on the console. Epic. So let's start things off with a shameless port of an Activision game. We've got Call of Duty Black Ops on Nintendo Wii. Did this even have any motion controllers? Oh yeah. The zapper that came with Link's crossbow training was the preferred settings 
for oh. Call of Duty Black Ops on Wii. So you'd play it with like an actual gun, like it's fucking Duck Hunt. And uh, let me tell you what, this game was run consistently in my household. But was was the motion controls accurate? No, they were garbage. I immediately bought a a classic controller and played like like you would an Xbox, and right. th- that's why I was so good at Call of Duty Black Ops on Wii because <laughs> all these kids are trying to point their fucking makeshift guns or Wii <laughs> Wii, Wii uh, controller and nunchuck at the screen, and then I'm just like this and, and mowing down. Uh, I, we I only put one Call of Duty on here because like why would there be more than one? But yeah. <laughs> uh, MW3, I used to just go in free for all lobbies, and I would thirty to zero, uh, thirty kills, no deaths, Moab to win almost every single game I played. I bought Modern Warfare 2 as an adult because I saw it in a game store for the Wii. I was we were in college, and I saw it for at like a game two store. bucks. <laughs> yeah, literally, it was like nothing. They they basically begged me to take it. And I was like, I, I I saw it, and I was like, I cannot believe that this game exists for this console. If it's anything, if Black Ops is anything like it for the Wii, which I'm sure it is, it's one of the most atrocious ports of all time. It's it was so yeah. There were multiple ports of Call of Duties to the Wii. I think four of them by the end of the console's life. It progressively got worse and worse with each release. I mean, this sounds like the definition of lay off the motion controls because Nate, you said it best. You played it better without the motion controls. Oh, absolutely. The fact that you could control a, uh, like, you could just control the game with, like, a normal controller made it so much easier than everyone else. They also introduced the headset, like, a, like, like an Xbox <laughs> headset to the Wii with this thing as well. So, yeah, no, it was toxic as all be. The, f- like, nine people that had a headset when I played this game, it, things got spicy. Uh, I will say, to speak to the quality of the game, uh, it's not great, but it is definitely the launch version of Black Ops on every other console with worse graphics. Um, no, None of the DLC at all, um, obviously. Uh, you only had one Zombies map, and it was Kino Der Toten. The best map. It, I agree. But it had a crazy-ass <laughs> exploit where you could clip through the walls and floor if you dolphin-dived in the theater three times in a row. So that was fun. And then, uh, but no, it had all the original multiplayer maps. It had the entire campaign. Uh, It had a lot of content for a port to a console that really didn't deserve to have the port made for it. (laughs) I would argue that it's almost better than you'd expect. Like, it ran pretty well. That's because you uh, you were a PC player in a console player lobby with that controller. Yeah, for real. I was on X Games mode. I do have my zombies high score in that game, though. I made it to, using that exploit, I made it to round 326. Oh my god. Yeah, I think the top of layoff the motion controls, I think, is where it belongs. I I kind of can agree with you for better than you'd expect, but it's still not good. No, it's not actually good. Absolutely not. Alright, we'll put it at the top of layoff the motion controls for now. Up next, we've got Carnival Games. <laughs> I remember this one being pretty popular. It's a mini game collection, ton of mini game <laughs> collections on this list. Um, but this one is all centered around games you'd find at a carnival. I think it sold most of like the most copies of or one some of the most like it's on in like the top five or something of the most copies of any game sold on the Wii. After the first party Nintendo games that were mini mini game collections, this was like top of the top of the third party developed ones. It belongs in Shameless Shovelware. Does it? Is it that bad? Yes. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Uh, the ring toss was broken. Darts was shit. 
I'm trying to think of like a good mini game in this, and they were all very, very bland. Uh, it came out really early into the Wii cycle, if I remember correctly. It was probably that first holiday season. Uh, so I, I think that's why there were so many copies of it. I remember all my friends that bought the Wii at launch had this game. Like, they got it for Christmas that year, and whenever it was put in, no one had a good time. I don't think it's a horrible game, but it's not good. It's definitely one of the worst on this list. Speaking of, we've got Star Wars The Force Unleashed on Wii. Got, got a lot to say here. All right, so... I had Force Unleashed on the PlayStation 3, didn't see a reason to buy it on the Wii, so I think I actually had it on the Nintendo DS also. As I heard over the years, the Force Unleashed on Wii is significantly better, and I always thought, oh, does it just have good motion controls? But then I learned it has like a versus, like Mortal Kombat style fighting mode, like, um, like the Revenge of the Sith game. And... When I saw that, I was like, wow, so not only do you have The Force Unleashed, which is already a great game, you have a fun fighting mode with your friends, which made sense for the Wii because it's a more family-centric console, or it's one of those consoles that you you play with your friend when he like comes over your house or something. Um, yeah, so when you add all that stuff, I think it's close to the top of actually good or... Man, even Supreme, I think this is one of the best Star Wars games of all time. I think that it's a very, very good Star Wars game. I haven't played the one on the Wii, but I've played a lot. I've played the one on the PS3, the one on the Xbox. i played the uh, the PSP version, which is surprisingly good. And none of them, though, have compared to the one on the PS2. That one, in my experience, is the supreme way to play this game. I had it on the PS3, and that was probably outside of like the Uncharted games. The first time I was like... The graphics were, like, really good. It, like, it straight up looked like a Star Wars movie. I couldn't put this above better than you'd expect. I think it should go at the top of better than you'd expect, just based on what you're saying, because that sounds really, really cool. Just based on, like, my experience with every other copy of this game, somehow they made it worse on the Xbox and the PS3 to me than it was on the PS2. On the PS2, that shit was Kino. If we were doing a PS2 tier list, that would go in Supreme. So, yeah, there's a weird disparity between even the PS3 and the Xbox. Uh, I had it on the PS3, and my brother was playing it on the 360 sometime last year. It's not even close to the same game. Interesting. Level design is different. Like, there's the levels are straight up not the same. Like, on the PS3, they're similar to the one on the PS2, but not exactly. But the PS3's version looks so good. Yes. One thing I will say about Force Unleashed on Wii is, uh, yeah, the graphics aren't the best, especially compared to the PlayStation and uh, 360 versions, but the core gameplay is, I think, honestly elevated by the motion controls, which might be a weird take, but the level design's different. It's more scaled back, but it focuses on the lightsaber combat more because you have the motion controls. It makes the enemies a little easier to, to kill, but you can kind of flex different... Uh, like combo moves and finishers with the uh, with the lightsaber using motion controls. So like if you would if you'd throw it back like you're playing Wii Sports bowling, you could do like a inverse jab behind you. It was kind of it was kind of innovative with its motion controls. It was cool and I I liked the fighting game mode that uh, Kubis was talking about. Uh, me and my brothers used to run that back over and over again. And one of them found an exploit where if you play as one of the characters that has two lightsabers 
and you just strap the Wii to your wrist and circle it, <laughs> you're you're unstoppable because it'll generate the fastest hitbox in that, and you're done for. Like there's nothing you can do. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it was very aggravating. I uh, I remember getting absolutely heated playing this game, and I think I think honestly the local multiplayer element of it elevated it over some of the other versions of the game. Uh, I do think it does run the best on PlayStation Two. Uh, I have, I had that version as well. This uh, the level design in uh, the Wii version is a stripped back version of the PlayStation 2s. Uh, it, it's not built off the same engine or model as the PlayStation 3 or uh, the Xbox 360 ones. I think top a top of better than you'd expect makes sense. That sounds right. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm okay with that. Up next, we've got Game Party. This one is another minigame collection. And very, very, very much tried to make itself look like it was in the same vein as something like Wii Sports or Wii Play. Uh, You know it's bad shovelware when it starts (laughs) off before you're allowed to play the game that you have to create an avatar that is like a shittier version of a me uh, using their terrible create-a-character system. (laughs) They were really just trying to capture the magic of, of the licensed Nintendo games that were coming out. This one also has darts. It's got shuffleboard. It's got basketball. It had a trivia game that made me think I was way smarter than I was as a 10-year-old. It had skee-ball. I think that was its bowling ripoff. Uh, th- this, to me, if Wii Sports is White Claw, uh, Game Party <laughs> is like the uh, the, Visto, the Vista Bay like hard seltzer that you get at at uh, Aldi. Oh, yeah, that's a that's a great comparison. This is this is a very side note, Nate. But did you see John Taffer now has seltzers? Yes, I did. I really want to pick a pack up. I was at Costco and I saw uh, uh, Dunkin' Donuts uh, hard seltzers. <laughs> Huh? Oh no! <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts has hard seltzers, and they're flavored like coffees and donuts and other weird Bruh. shit. Alden, you have to buy Arby's vodka in two hours. What are you talking about? Gasping at the fucking Dunkin' Donuts hard seltzer. Let me make sure I have this up. I need to be ready because I expected the sellout. You're welcome for the reminder. This is very clearly shameless shovelware. It's it. This is worse than Carnival Games, but. Yeah, I owned this game, and whenever me and my brothers were feeling ultra competitive, we would definitely run up some skee ball. Like it's not, it's not without its good moments, but it's a fucking terrible game. The skee ball is the best part of that game. Uh, the thing is about it is like it's it, the thing is is like the games are themselves are fine, but the fact that they use the way that they use the motion controls makes it a billion times worse because the motion controls do not work at all, especially for like basketball it's impossible to play like it's not like you like with we bowling it's like you're like okay uh, swing my arm back swing it forward i did the bowling you do you, you do uh, uh i did the bowling <laughs> you you go to do basketball like you would think where it's like the like the the oop the, the alley oop you know like the, the three-pointer no you can't do that you actually kind of have to do like a like a like a like a, a a circular motion uh to actually get it to go up which is not how you throw a basketball <laughs> up next this is a another activision port of a very popular franchise uh i chose this one because it's the one with all the instruments this is guitar hero world tour it, it says a lot about like video games at this time because i feel like every year there was like a rhythm game or like a music oriented game 
And I think the back-to-back Guitar Hero 3 Legends of Rock and then Guitar Hero 4 World Tour where it took influence from its competitor and rock band and made a whole four-piece band uh, uh, in your living room kind of uh, game come to life with uh, the guitar, drum, and microphone peripherals. I personally think that Guitar Hero World Tour is best on the Wii. Uh, one, because its frame rate is the slowest, so it's the easiest <laughs> version of the game, uh, which might just be because I'm a, I'm a noob and not very good at any of the Guitar Hero games. I can only beat the whole game on hard, not expert. But the biggest factor is that the peripherals all just used a Wii controller that you would just plug in at the bottom where the nunchuck would go. So if you had one of the docking stations where you could recharge your batteries... Uh, or you just use the AA batteries that were already in your Wii controller, you didn't have to go and also get batteries for the guitar, for the microphone, for the drum kit. It all just was the Wii controller, and it was really easy to set up. Uh, this was the best way to play the game, in my opinion. I, I, I suck at rhythm games, and I also subsequently, because of that, hate them. Um, so for that reason, I'm out. As Jory has said that I was a rock band guy and it shows it shows but guitar hero is very important because without guitar hero we wouldn't have rock band or any of the other games i think this has to at least go in actually good i think so too i never played this specific guitar hero but i will say guitar hero 3 is up there as like one of the greatest games i want to pull up the song list real quick because this one had a pretty good soundtrack if i do say so myself i would like to say though the fact that they added more instruments to compete with Rock Band is kind of lame. I don't think so. I think they saw the writing on the wall of what people were wanting, and even just having the microphone peripheral made it so you could just have karaoke in your living room with the song list of a Guitar Hero game. It didn't get lame until DJ Hero. What? I didn't know that existed. <laughs> oh, jeez. Alden, were you a DJ Hero guy? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> yeah, you had like a like a disc, and it had three of the guitar buttons on it, and you'd like shake it back and forth instead of strumming, and then for, for like a whammy bar, you'd spin it around, and then there was also like a fader. It's bad. In all of the songs, there wasn't just like a song. Like you couldn't just play like I don't know, scary monsters and nice sprites or something like that. Oh no, they were all mashup songs. So oh it would be God. like it would be like Beastie Boys sabotage like X like kings of cambodia or some shit like that like it was a weird weird uh uh setup here it is this is the song list for guitar hero world tour about a girl unplugged uh from nirvana uh american woman uh are you gonna go my way lenny kravitz byob by system of a down band on the run by wings beat it michael jackson beautiful disaster 311 crazy train ozzy osbourne damn it by blink 182 uh, Do It Again, Steely, Steely Dan, Everlong by Foo Fighters, Eye of the Tiger by Survivor, Feel the Pain, Dinosaur Jr., Float On by Modest Mouse, Freak on a Leash by Korn, Go Your Own Way, Fleetwood Mac, uh, Heartbreaker, Pat Benatar, uh, Hot for Teacher, Van Halen, Ho- Hotel California, Eagles, The Joker, Steve Miller Band, The Kill, 30 Seconds to Mars, uh, Living on a Prayer, Bon Jovi, Love Me Two Times, The Doors, I mean... Oh, Misery Business by Paramore. That's a really good playlist. Yeah, that's insane. This, I think it is the only Guitar Hero game that rivals Guitar Hero 3's set list, in my opinion. 
I think this needs to be an actually good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Speaking of motion control rhythm, rhythm games, we've got Just Dance 3. So, so why 3 specifically? Um, I chose this one because, uh, well, I don't know. I don't like any of them, <laughs> but I feel like Just Dance 3 is the one that I saw most commonly, even though it came out in like 2009 or 10, I think, a little after the Wii's like heyday. Is this the one that has TikTok? Like, the song? By Kesha? Yeah. I'm pretty sure this is the one. There was a PE class I had my... PE class? A a year. I don't know. But the options that you... Like, the options they gave us were basketball or playing Just Dance on the Wii in the second gym. So I played Just Dance, and I ended up dancing against my ex, who was on the dance team. But the problem was I was also dating her brother at the same time. <laughs> so it was a really awkward situation, and I lost horrendously. Huh. However, I think this game is supreme. <laughs> I see the uh, the Just Dance games in the same light that I see games like Madden and 2K and FIFA, where it's like, I don't actually, like, I can't physically comprehend the value of this game. I, I I don't understand how anybody could enjoy playing it. It's it, it's baffling to me that it's made it this far as a franchise. I was at a I was at a party a couple weeks ago, and at the end of the party, they were playing Just Dance. I believe Just Dance Three on the Wii. I mean, it's the best one. This game has surpassed the other Just Dance games, so I think uh, that needs to come into consideration. This is the one everybody remembers. We haven't talked about on the podcast, but we just talked about in general how the early 2010s pop music was actually, like, really good and kind of underrated because pop music is kind of depressing now sometimes. With that in mind and how culturally impactful it was, I think it's got to be... Thanks for the memories. That is a good tier for it. Yeah, I just created a new tier titled Thanks for the Memories, because like, I feel like even if some of these games aren't that great, I feel like they do have awesome memories associated with them, even if they are a little lackluster. And I feel like Just Dance is a fine version of that. I think it's a yeah. slightly less competent music game than something like a Guitar Hero or a Rhythm Heaven or a Rock Band, but it has fun, fun memories. I think just about everyone knows a time where... Yep, they got handed the Wii controller and had to get up and dance to Apache, jump on it, and I've been that person, so... That makes sense. That makes sense. I, I, Like I said, I can't appreciate this game, but I, that makes sense for me, especially because like, throughout my entire life, I've known people who play the Just Dance games, and e even not playing them, seeing people enjoy playing Just Dance, or like my sister got like whatever the newest one is for the Switch, and she made me play it. I didn't enjoy a second of it. Actually, what I ended up doing was just grabbing the switch by the uh, the tether at the bottom and just spinning it and beating her. You beat your sister with a Joy-Con? Yes, I did. And, and she's she's actually good at dancing. She does it all the time because she does TikTok and all that other stuff. So she's like good at dancing, but like I literally didn't even stand up. I sat on the couch and I either used the tether or I just held it and just like waved it around randomly and ended up beating her. Up next, we've got Link's Crossbow Training. This was a game made by Nintendo, specifically bundled with the zapper I was talking about when we were talking about Call of Duty Black Ops. Uh, the peripheral that essentially just stapled your nunchuck and controller on top of each other and turned it into a rifle. I don't know. 
I don't think this game was really good. It was essentially like Smash Bros. Melee Break the Targets, but a first-person shooter starring Link. The story mode is 10 levels long, and you can beat it in 20 minutes. This is the definition of layoff the motion yeah, controls. Yeah, I was about to say that. There's there's no substance to this game. Like there's they they clearly tried a little bit because there's like some there's like there's like two boss battles that are like interesting, and like in some levels it's like a maze where like you can like walk around um like use like the the um the thing to like move link around like as if it was an actual game but most of the levels are just like you shoot targets or enemies or whatever or and then you and then you move on to the next thing like link moves himself it's it's i would hardly call it a game i think it goes below call of duty on uh it, just lay off the motion controls, because that's all it is. It's the motion control showcase. Yeah, it's an excuse for a new peripheral. It sounds like if it was released today, it would be a $20 VR game. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. If they re-released it in VR, I would actually play it. I would enjoy it, probably, because VR just elevates everything. It's also still got like good like Nintendo-licensed music from the Legend of Zelda games. I think it runs on the same engine as Twilight Princess, so it's visually not terrible. It's, it's just kind of bland and forgettable, and like I said, you can beat it in 20 minutes without really trying. Up next, Madden 08 on Nintendo Wii. Oh, God. Shout out to Scott the Waz, first off. I mean, this was my Madden game. I never had Madden 08. Madden 10 was my first Madden game. I didn't really get into sports until, like, later on in, like, middle school and stuff. But Madden 08, I think, is really funny because it has Vince Young on the cover, who looked like he was going to have a promising career, won the national championship at college, I believe, and then uh, had a great year with the Titans. And then the definition of, like, the Madden curse, like just having a bro moment of a career after that. Um, very funny cover. Uh, did this game, I'm guessing it's on here because it introduced motion controls? Uh, I think Madden 07 actually also had some motion control. I think you could like pass as the quarterback with just flinging the Wii remote. But this one had an entire like remapped layout using uh, motion controls. Uh, you could, that was the default. You could like hike the ball, you could pass, you could choose your, uh, play all just with one Wii controller. You didn't have to use the stick at all, uh, with the nunchuck, but if you plugged in the nunchuck, you could play it just like sitting down on the couch, like you, you would a normal, uh, Madden port. The graphics for this game obviously aren't great. Not that Madden 08 has held up in particularly well on any console, but this one specifically, it just looks a little lower resolution. Uh, the soundtrack was really good for this game. I feel like most of the Madden games usually do a good job of having a couple of, couple of good hits on there. I, I don't know. This was just the one that I owned on Wii, and because of Scott the Waz, I think it's probably the most popular Madden game of the pre-2010s, so I uh, I don't know. I think it's I think it's fine. It's like not the definitive way to play the game, but if you're taking Madden that seriously, I feel like you don't even own a Wii anyway. Yeah. You could also do a season. You could also do the season in this one, where like you you know build a team and and play all the games scheduled in a season, and that was always fun because if you actually did well enough, there'd be a generated Super Bowl, which I know they've done several times since, but this might have been the first time to do it. And then like in Madden 09, they didn't do that. They got rid of that that layout with playoffs and a Super Bowl if your team was actually performing well enough. I'm pretty sure like Madden 08 specifically. 
I don't know about others, but I know Madden 08 specifically was released on pretty much every available console and even computer. Like, you can get it on Mac, Windows, handheld. Like, it, there was a DS port for it. I think after this one, Madden wasn't on PC for like 10 years. This, this is probably peak Madden. I'd agree. I really like Madden 10, but that's it, it was only because it was my first Madden. But, I had uh, Madden 10 on PS3. I didn't own it on the Wii. Yeah, I, I also had it on PS3, and it was very good on PS3. This era of Madden, like Madden 04 to like Madden 12, peak Madden. Every game was good. Is John Madden still alive? Uh, yes. That's good. My household was like an NCAA. Yeah, those games were fire. Those games were great. Yeah, they were better than madden but it had a better career mode yes it had a much better career mode Uh, madden ultimately took over obviously there's no more uh ncaa game well they're back now they might be making a comeback yeah allegedly are they going to pay the players now yes yes good then i'll i'll buy it just because of that i won't play it but like alden will play it (laughs) okay fine all right i'm gonna i think that this belongs in better than you'd expect i think it's a competent port and i think it's a lot of fun i I think think it's it's actually good i can't like uh like appreciate a madden game but i i think that like if it's if for people i mean sakula we're talking we're talking about the era of madden where they like put a lot of effort into it like I think from Madden, af- everything after Madden 12 was just kind of a cash grab to me. Like, there, s- some of them were good games, but overall, like, I think this year's Madden was fine, but ultimately, anything after Madden 12, it just felt like EA just wasn't putting in the effort like they were for these games. Uh, the way I see, like, Madden, at least old Madden, is, I don't care about football, but it's a really good RTS. And the fact that it appeals to so many people is is great. Yeah, there are tons of people I know that, like, don't watch football regularly, but play Madden, or, like, grew up with Madden or something. And it's because that era of games were so good for us. We're, we are putting Madden 08 at the bottom of actually good. I think that there's a, a good enough case for it to be there, and I'm, I'm happy for it. Up next... We've got Mario and Sonic at the uh, Olympic Games. This is the first one for the 2008 Beijing Olympics. This is the first time that Mario and Sonic were in a game together that wasn't Smash Brothers Brawl. This is one of the games on this list that I look at, and I, I've played at like a friend's house. It's baffling to me that this game exists. It's one of the weirdest fucking things that has ever been created. All right, well, what if we had a collaboration with the Olympic Games and had a, had a, had a, I don't want to call it shovelware because it's not. This is a, this is like much. It is a mini game collection. It's a mini game collection, but it's good. Yeah, it's the definition of shovelware, but it's not because it, the mini games are not shovelware. They're, they're like, some of them are actually fun. Not, and, and this one is like the worst of all of the, like the the Mario Sonic Olympic games because it's the first one and they're trying to figure it out. Like I, I when this was like announced, I remember like seeing it and it was like it was like is this real? Is this an April Fools joke that just didn't come on April Fools? Like what the fuck? Like this literally seems like a like a Photoshop that somebody who's good at like CGIing like like video game characters would make. <laughs> I love this game, but it's bad. Yes. <laughs> I have a very, like, guilty pleasure uh, over this. That's that's how I feel about it. It is a guilty pleasure game. I don't want to say it's better than you expect, but also not lay off the motion controls. I don't remember the motion controls being bad or anything. I do. 
the fucking running ones suck yeah, my that's balls. True. You just like wave them up and down as fast as you can, and I'm like, how the hell am I losing? I am Sonic the Hedgehog. How is Wario beating me in a foot race? <laughs> how about at the top of layoff the motion controls? I think it belongs in Thanks for the Memories. I think it's a better game than Just Dance, and I don't think it's a good game. But it's not a better but 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 it's not a better game than Force Awa- Force Unleashed Force Awakens. That that's literally Nate. That's literally what I was going to suggest you do is move All things right, for the this memories. works because that's yeah. that's where it belongs yeah. is above yeah. Just Dance. Yeah. No. I uh, I mean I feel like the 2008 Beijing Olympics were like the peak uh, in our lifetime of people caring about the Olympics just in general. Like, maybe it's because I was at that right age where, like, I watched it all or as much much of it it was on TV. Interesting. I like the 2012 London Olympics a lot. I didn't watch those at all. I, I definitely watched the Beijing Olympics. And there was also a really weird thing because um, multiple people in my church at the time had adopted kids from China. So for some reason, there was this weird compulsion for everybody in our town to just watch the Olympics. <laughs> the 2012 London Olympics... I think was because it was the peak of when I cared about basketball. That that Team USA team was just stacked. Yeah, I do remember that. I just feel like a lot of the hype for the Olympics comes from whatever location they're setting it in. And, like, fucking communist China is a really cool setting for, like, the world to come and compete at. Like, I, I felt like this was our version of, like, the wall falling of uh, Gorbachev tear down that wall in Berlin. Like, for about one year, China was praised by U.S. media, and then it immediately ceased right after the Olympics. Are you ready for it to come back for the Winter Olympics this year? It will be in China. I don't think we're going to get that same uh, level of uh, media praise of it being hosted in China this year, given the world circumstances. Yeah. Cut that part out. Why? There was nothing problematic about that. (laughs) No, that was absolutely right. Up next, we've got Mario Kart Wii. Supreme. This is Supreme. Supreme Supreme easily. The only Mario Kart game better than this one is is Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Look, I think there are two Mario Kart games better than this one, but neither of them even come close to the cultural impact that Mario Kart Wii had. Yeah, this was my first Mario Kart uh i've still yet to play double dash maybe one day i remember my dad used to kick my ass in this game we would use the motion controls when i got it when i when i learned what being an adult was and i used the joystick on the on the uh nunchuck i i i'm now immediately like a god at this game i my dad would beat the shit out of me and we both had your dad would beat the shit out of you? <laughs> <laughs> we both had the Nintendo wheels, and we would play, like, almost every night. Like, just for weeks and weeks and weeks. And I literally, I won maybe, like, four games total. And my dad has been in the car industry forever, so, like, I know that it has really nothing to do with Mario Kart, but, like, he has the literal real-life experience to be good at driving a car. The wheels that came with the game didn't help you but for some reason mentally it felt like it helped you yeah yeah uh i never used the motion controls i could i fucking hated them i uh i was definitely a nunchuck kid and then became a gamecube controller kid after you were one of those you were that guy (laughs) i mean i'm that guy whenever we play smash too so like i don't know what you expect from me but no i mean like this was literally like if people owned three wii games this was one of them 
It was like Wii Sports, this, and then like either New Super Mario Bros. or Smash Bros. Like those are the three. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think everything about this game from a cultural standpoint is huge. The motion controls made this fun for the whole family. I remember my mom playing this because she was like, oh, I can just like pretend I'm at an arcade with the wheel. And I'm like, yeah, you could, but. I'm going to plug in my GameCube controller and lap you. Um, But then also, like, even today, this game still has an active online presence because, like, the time trial mode in this game is so solid. And due to the map design and the way that things work with, like, each map having eight invisible checkpoints, like, the world records for this game's, like, time trial mode are still being broken every other week or so. Like, there is such a in-depth meta to the, like, the level design in this game and exploiting the system to get the fastest possible time where like there's a whole meta where like funky kong on the flame rider is the best possible setup and every time trial is pretty much done with that and i i think it's awesome the online play for this although laggy is all hell because it's a wii game was groundbreaking you could go online and play against anyone in the world at random and also upload your time trials, upload your uh, everything just in the game itself. It was so cool. I didn't like the online mode because I always got, got my ass kicked by kids in Korea. And I was like, fuck this. I keep losing. I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> Dude, that's how I knew I was going to have a good race is when I saw the Korean characters in their name. This game also introduced a lot of characters to me as a kid, too. This game had a huge roster. I think maybe the biggest to date. Like so many different characters in this you had like rosalina you had uh funky kong (laughs) nate was just like you had rosalina and funky kong that's it that's all you need well you could also play as your me it's definitely supreme mario party 8 uh the first mario party game put on the wii one of two the only one people remember because this came out in like 2007 and the other one came out in 2012 after the wii u was out arguably the worst mario party game what uh have you have you played any of the mario party games between this one and the one that came out on the switch no i i I have uh and Mario Party 8 is arguably one of the worst. It has some of the worst features as far as, like, like the, the randomized bullshit that happens when you're going through the fucking... But they're not in a car together. You're, you're, I gotcha. I gotcha. <laughs> and I, I, I think that there's, you know, but Mario Party 8 is, like, the bastard child of Mario Party games. I, I, I'd say that this is actually good, but it is the bastard child of Mario Party games. Hmm. Weird take. This was my first Mario Party. I think the maps, the like the boards in this one are great. The one where it's a hotel tycoon simulator with stars and you can pretty much play Monopoly and Mario Party at the same time, raising the property value each time you cross your own property is really, really cool. I also like the Shy Guys Expressway one. The train map in this game was really fun kind of had like polar express vibes because like you'd get to the end of the train and then you'd go on top of the train hot chocolate the boards were great i do agree the rng elements with like the getting your stars stolen were abundantly annoying um and the uh the mini games were even more like either great or terrible like more polarizing than other ones but the fact that the gamecube had uh three Mario Party games released in the span of like four years and the Wii got two over the course of six just blows my fucking mind because I feel like Mario Party was designed for the Wii. 
like the fact that you could do the mini games with a motion controller it it blows my mind that they never really took advantage of that until super mario party on switch like almost a decade later that's valid that's valid i would also like to point out that uh no other mario party that i know of has been pulled from shelves in the uk why'd this get pulled from the shelves holden uh apparently somewhere in the game they said spastic and like regards to a muscle spasm as the mini game or something and I, I apparently it's a banned word in the british land i don't know all right the fact that it's been banned from england means it might be supreme that's what i'm saying Hmm. If it's at Supreme, it's definitely at the very bottom. I was thinking in actually good between Guitar Hero and Madden personally, but I could see Supreme. Either of those makes sense. It's I, I definitely think it's better than Madden at the very least. Yeah, this is definitely the like second most played Mario Party for me. Yeah, put it after Guitar Hero. Yeah, you got it. Oh, above Guitar Hero? Yeah, it's more fun than Guitar Hero, at least to me, but I'm I'm super biased. I would play that right now over Guitar Hero. Damn, I I really want to play some Guitar Hero. Up next, we've got Super Mario Strikers Charged. <laughs> I didn't realize this game was a Wii game. Yes, so there were two Super Mario Strikers games. These weren't developed by Nintendo, but they were licensed and like distributed. I forget the... I think it was like Hudson or something made these. The same people who made the Mario Party games. And yeah, this is Super Mario Bros. Soccer. Uh, Waluigi's a huge-ass meme in these cutscenes. Uh, this kind of took, like, the elements of, like, just a traditional 4v4 soccer game and, uh, added in, like, power-ups and essentially tried to Mario Kart soccer. I do remember this game having a very dynamic camera and a lot of, like, replays and shit like that that made it really fun. Yeah. And, like, the arcade kind of elements with the power-ups is cool, but in terms of replay value... It's it's just soccer. Like, I mean, you'd play a couple games at a friend's house maybe, but I, I would never sink time into playing this by myself ever. I think this is bo- bottom of better than you'd expect because it's, it's all the games that I haven't played that I watched today. I watched the most of this because it was the most entertaining and it seemed like the most fun. I haven't played a whole lot of sports games, but I played a lot of NHL on the PS2. Woo! This seems very much like that. It is, it's very, and you know, hockey and soccer have a lot of similarities. In, in, it's in the like, same type of game. It's the same type of game, especially when you put it in a digital space. And then with the power-ups, I think that it, it maybe not, doesn't have a lot of replay value, but I do think that like, it is way better than you would expect it to be, especially based on like the cover art and what, if you described it to somebody, I think that they would be like, oh. But, but better than it is better than you would expect it to be surprisingly enough like it, it's definitely not thanks for the memories most people don't know this game exists and it, it's not lay off the motion controls but it's not actually good like it's it's fine um i will say one of my favorite things about this actually is how well they characterize all of the uh mario like characters i think you, so the way it works is you choose like who you want to be your team captain or whatever um, and then you fill out your supporting players with, like, henchmen-type characters, so you can get, like, dr- like uh, Koopas or Goombas or, or Toads as your, like, your disposable other players. But you pick your team captain, and then whoever that is, they get, like, a bunch of fun, like, cutscenes and stuff, like the tennis games. But the kinetic, like, camera 
uh, of it, like, makes it feel like the most cinematic thing we've seen from Mario so far, which is kind of odd to say. Um, but I, I do like the energy. It's very edgy, which is kind of weird, like, uh, as you can tell by the cover art, but it's like... It's very much like these characters are killing each other to play a game of soccer. Like you're throwing bob bombs at people. Like Waluigi will just straight up explode, and you're like, it's like it's like cartoon violence with Mario, and it's really fun. It's really expressive. I would personally rather run this back with friends, like local multiplayer, like on, on the couch, than I would like a Madden. I think we did. Yes, at, in college, Christian and Hayden's. Yeah, you want to put this in actually good? I mean, for a Mario sports game, I, I'd say it's definitely better than you'd think i don't i don't think it needs to be an actually good maybe top of better than you'd expect up next another mario sports game this one is super mario sluggers <sighs> i didn't play this game this is mario and baseball two of my favorite things ever it's basically the baseball game in wii sports but with mario and power-ups each character has their own special pitch isn't there like one person who's like the best at hitting uh yeah i think it's it's either Donkey Kong or Funky Kong. I think it's Funky Kong, if I remember correctly. Yeah, so what was fun about this is the roster was huge, and you'd draft your whole team from the... Lo- like, you'd take turns, like, drafting with your the person you're playing against, even if it's a bot. And, like, each character had their own, like, spreadsheet of stats. It reminds me of, like, those backyard baseball games, if you ever played those, developed by Hasbro on a computer. It had that same, like, level of energy where it's, like... Yeah, you actually want to draft a good team before you start the game. And there was, like, over 25 characters or something like that. They brought back, uh, like, K. Rule, uh, a bunch of, like, Diddy Kong uh, racing characters. Like, characters from Nintendo and Rare's collaborations in, like, the 90s for the first time for this game just to make that roster feel complete. There's also that red one, isn't there? What's his name? He's like a crocodile, but he's red. Yeah. I forget his name, but yeah, he's he's there. I don't know. I, I think that Super Mario Sluggers is kind of the same energy as uh, as Strikers Charged. I just got more replay value out of it, trying to find the best possible team. And, I mean, I played a lot of baseball, uh, Wii Sports, and I felt like this was just an extended version of that. There were cool arenas. There was good music. Uh, the voice acting was fun. Uh, I feel like the signature pitches from each character, too, made it fun. I remember Yoshi being, like, one of the most lethal pitchers ever because he had this giant-ass egg he could throw, and it was essentially like a knuckleball, and it was so hard to time properly because it would just drop, like, last second. Uh, It's a very fun game, but, yeah, it's the same kind of energy as Strikers Charged. I'd say bottom of actually good or top of better than you'd expect. I feel like I've seen a lot of, like, YouTube videos and stuff of people still playing that game to date, so I think that makes an impact, too. We do need another one. I'd rather play this than Mario Golf. We got, uh, we got tennis, so that's a start. Yeah, we also got the golf game over the summer, which I never bought. Up next, Mega Man 9. So, uh, this one's got a bit of a backstory behind it. They, like, stopped making mainline Mega Man games in, like, I believe the late 90s. So you had Mega Man's 1 through 8, which spanned over the course of like a decade. Then they started making a bunch of spin-off games. And then randomly out of nowhere, Nintendo's like, hey, Mega Man 9 is coming out exclusively in the Nintendo like Wii Shop channel. So be sure to get it now. It was like five bucks, and it was just another entry into the Mega Man series. It plays just like Mega Man's 1 through 8. Uh, it's like a 2D platformer. I think it was like $4.99 or something like that. 
and uh, it's just another Mega Man game. It, I think it's I think it's good. I think it's really fun. Uh, if you can beat all the bosses, it gets easier, but if you get stuck on them, then you have to go back and beat the whole level, just like every other Mega Man game, but it was cool that they used the Wii Shop channel for the first time to release a new game in a popular franchise just on a whim, and I think it set the groundwork for where Nintendo's business model is now, where it's like bringing back old games, uh, celebrating its own legacy, but then also continuing like releasing smaller games digitally. I think this has like a loving Vincent aspect to it where <laughs> There's the take. I I think that this has a loving Vincent aspect to it where it's like it it it's very it's the most different out of all of the games on this list in the aspect that it is not a game made for the Wii. It is it is just a sequel to all of the Mega Man games that we love. I haven't played it. I learned about it uh before we started recording. Um, but I did look at some uh, some 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 silent videos of people playing it, and it looks exactly like a game that you might see uh, that was released before. This just a 2D Mega Man, um, even pixelated and all that. Just based on what I've seen, I think it belongs at the bottom of Supreme or like somewhere in the middle of actually good because it, it it is just it, it's it's exactly what you want out of a Mega Man game. I played a lot of like early Mega Man. Yeah, Mega Man 2 is, like, one of my favorite 2D platformers. I think it belongs in the, like, middle of actually good. Like, I don't I don't think it belongs in Supreme. It's a $5 game, but it, it, it is a, just another Mega Man game. But the, the release model of it was really cool, and I think it's just set the groundwork for where they're at now. Uh, Mega Man's really good. And this one I never played, but if it's exactly like the others, then it's really good. Sick. All right, The Critical Darling, the highest rated game on IGN. Boom. Metroid Trilogy. Uh, this was Metroid Prime 1, 2, and 3, all on one convenient disc for your Nintendo Wii. You had three first-person shooters. Shameless shovelware. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with Alden. A great story-based first-person shooter with motion controls if you want them, or just with standard GameCube controller or classic controller. Uh, yeah, I mean... People love Metroid Prime. Uh, a lot of people do, at least. And uh, I think that this is the best first-person shooter on the Wii, which is a weird thing to say, but it definitely is. Look, I was joking, but I kind of want to. I kind of want to buy into my own bit. I kind of agree with Alden. Why is this shameless shovelware? Uh, I think it's overrated. It's very overrated. Wow. Sorry, Hayden. I don't know. I just. I did. I never got the Metroid hype. Um, I, yeah, I had, I think two Metroid games at some point growing up and I didn't really care for either of them. I have not played this. I've not played another one since. This came out in an era where like people were playing like Halo 2 and 3, like, I don't know. Sorry. I was just going to say, if you like had both an Xbox and a Wii, odds are you're going to be more obsessed with Halo than this. See, I think that's what my thing was with the Wii, is certain games that were just ports to the Wii, I didn't have to play on the Wii. I would play on the PlayStation 3. So, like, I haven't played this game. I watched a lot of gameplay for it today. It looks fun. It doesn't look like my cup of tea. And when you say, you know, this compared to Halo, like, since they were out at the same time, 
I agree. I think that Halo's a more fun-looking game. I, I will say, I feel like this is meant for people who love Metroid. And so that's going to skew how we put this, no matter where we put it on the list. If Even if we put it at, like, the top of better than you'd expect, people who love Metroid are going to be fucking pissed. Because this is regarded as some of the best Metroid games of all time, compiled into one with with you know uh like 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 revamped uh controls the thing is from force unleashed beyond i rather play all of those games before metroid prime yeah me too it deserves to be high it it's not thanks for the memories it's definitely not lay off the motion controls but it does deserve to be high cuz it has it does have its fans. I feel like if I had all my Wii shit set up right now, and I had it with me, I'd probably play it for a few hours. It looks fun. Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, I have my Wii nearby, and I won't touch this game. I said Shameless Shovelware, which I think it deserves way better than that, but I'm sticking with it. I agree with Alden. And it wasn't till like, 2016 or whatever I sat down and played all three of these games. And, I, I mean, I think they're a very, very good story-based first-person shooter. Uh, all three of them. I think the second one's the best, if I remember correctly. I prefer more of the 2D Metroid games. Uh, I think, like, the the traditional Castlevania-type, explore the map, uh, find the pieces you need, and then, and then move on is a more addictive gameplay for me than, like, exploring a dungeon in the first person and then trying to, like just blast your way through all these scenes but i thought the local multiplayer for this was also a lot of fun me and my brothers like would would kill each other in this game all the time uh it has like that same kind of element as halo and yeah i i do see the comparison here i feel like this is like oh if you're a kid who only has a wii you're gonna be playing a lot of this because it's the only good first person shooter on the entire console i say i say let's put this in shameless shovelware just for joy to complain about it later i mean if we're trying to piss people off then yeah i can go at the top of shameless shovelware you're better off playing these games separated on the gamecube we're gonna make people really, really mad. I mean, I personally think it belongs at the bottom of Supreme, but it sounds like the panel is leaning more towards shameless shovelware. So I think we're outvoted, John. Half of the panel, I think it goes at the bottom of better than you'd expect. Up next, we've got the Michael Jackson experience released uh, promptly after his death. This is essentially just dance, but with Michael Jackson songs. Uh, I believe you could actually karaoke the songs as well. You could do the microphone sing-along, or you could do the dancing with the Wii, Wii controller. The playlist is good. Bottom of shameless shovelware because he's a pedophile. Allegedly. Not allegedly. It is very much a fact at this point. As you might be right, I also don't care. He's dead. <laughs> um, and it's my... It probably was the most played or second most played Wii game that my uh, grandma had. So your grandma was problematic is what you're saying. Still is. Yes, very much so. But she likes Michael Jackson music. Yes. And old Taylor Swift that's allegedly country, but it isn't. It's kind of based. Uh, yeah, she would play this and Just Dance 3 all the time. I'll accept bottom of layoff, the motion controls. I'll accept better than you'd expect. Uh, what's the gameplay like, Alden? I've personally never played this. I saw it on people's shelves when I judged them silently in their game rooms. Is it better than Just Dance? No, but it's Michael Jackson's songs versus whatever pop music was out when Just Dance 3 or 4 or whatever game came out at that time. Okay, top of layoff the motion controls. 
If off the wall is on this, it's going there. Oh, it definitely is. Okay, I'll settle. Bottom of thanks for the memories. Because you've got those memories. I, I respect that. I don't know. The playlist is better than Just Dance 3. Alden has made a compelling argument here. Look, I'm fine with it sitting right next to Just Dance 3. Above or below? I'd say above because Michael Jackson has really good song. Okay. Fine. Up next, we've got 2K Sports Major League Baseball 2K10. I really wish 2K was still making uh, baseball games and hockey games. Um, I agree. I want more hockey games. I just really like competition when it comes to sports games. I don't like that EA has like taken over like half of the sports. Yeah, I don't like that 2K makes really bad games now. It had a very competitive fan base. It had, um, I believe somebody would always play as Roy uh, Halladay in the, uh, uh, the he was the uh, Phillies pitcher. And uh, I believe he broke, like, the video game record for a no-hitter with uh, with that character, um, with that player, I should say. He's a real person. <laughs> I know the 2K baseball games mean a lot to that community. Um, I wasn't a big baseball guy. I've had the MLB show the games. I've been, I've been on this show praising how MLB the show, not including this year, I'm a little afraid of MLB the show going on other consoles because I don't think now it has time to really have the quality that it used to. I, I I wish we had I wish 2K was able to do more stuff like this. I think I read recently that 2K now has the rights to I forget which sport I wanna say FIFA. Uh it's now 2K now has another sport I believe. So hopefully that starts again. EA seems to have football for a while, but I don't know. I want 2K and EA to to make games and not have one company take over one sport over the other. Oh, I was just responding to Josh. Uh, they have NFL. Oh, really? Uh, permissions. Yeah. Good, because the last really good football game was the 2K football. Yeah, I think I got the late or whatever, but I remember that yes, they got the NFL rights. So we'll see what happens. I didn't have 2K10. This was just the one that showed up when I typed it in. Um, I had 2K7, which was the first one on Wii, and yeah, it definitely suffered from exclusive motion control support, at least the 2007 one, but they had fixed it by 2K10, so it sounds like this is just straight up the better game. I also think that the balancing of teams was probably a lot stronger by 2010, because 2007 was a very bad year for baseball, uh, in my <laughs> opinion, but uh, yeah, no, I mean, these games were really polished, even the ports on Wii were extremely competent, yeah, I, I think that they actually had a better grasp on what they wanted the controls to be for the Wii than they did on PlayStation at the time, I remember every 2K game that came out that I bought had a different setup when it came to uh, how they'd incorporate the swinging mechanic. So sometimes the swinging mechanic would be... The first one, it was just hit X, like every other uh, baseball game ever, to swing. But then in 2K, in 2K6, they were like, oh no, you have to step back with the right stick and then step up with the uh, flicking it upward like you're playing Skate 3 for no fucking reason <laughs> to swing, and it always fucked me up. And then on the Wii, it stayed consistent. No, you just fucking flick the controller when you want to swing. It makes so much more sense. And they kept changing the uh, the the controls up until 2K10 on 
on other consoles. So I feel like this game knew what it wanted to be on Wii. Yeah, they did that with MLB The Show, too, where it was like X and Square were two different hits, and I was like, I... What's the difference? I hit a home run with both of those buttons, and I was like, what is the difference? I personally think that this goes at the top of better than you'd expect, because it's a very competent sports game ported to the Wii, and honestly, maybe even better than the other ports, just because it had a better idea of what it wanted to do. Maybe it's the bias in me, but I feel like we're really sleeping on Force Unleashed right now. Like, is it really better than those two games and better than you expect? I was going to say, I don't think that you could put MLB below force awakens i feel like that's a that's a disservice i've heard years of star wars fans praising the wii version of that game being the best version i think it's got to be at the top of better than you expect i'm trying to think of another star wars game that i think is better than force unleashed if we did a star wars game bracket we did do that (laughs) that was a kubis edit If this was a if this was a force if this was a Star Wars bracket for me I would fight for Force Unleashed to be in supreme because I, I I think that Force Unleashed is probably one of the if not the best Star Wars games I mean the best is the complete saga no other Star Wars game like does the force like the Force Unleashed you know given the title it, it kind of makes sense that they had to do that but like not a there's not a single other star wars game that like lets you use the force in a way that makes you feel like you have the force every other one is it's a kind of a mechanic of the game it's just kind of part of it or something but what about m&m racing oh god m&m kart racing supreme shovelware uh josh you're the one who personally demanded we have this one on here so what's your takeaway uh my personal take is that it's just a ripoff of mario kart and i think we needed at least one mario kart ripoff on this list because it only proves the impact of mario kart that it had on this generation of consoles but it's a shit tier game um but for the meme i might play it first before all of those that are on <laughs> that are on shameless shovelware i i can accept it being above the top of 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 shameless shovelware but the thing that crushes it for me is not even like the controls which are shit or the graphics which are shit or the characters who <laughs> look like or the characters who look like they're so upset to be in the also john perowski called me the yellow m&m earlier uh yeah you're the yellow m&m i could see it i'd like to mention i i'd like to mention ironically my first word as a baby was yellow holy shit are you chris martin of coldplay fame <laughs> it's trash though it's terrible trash the worst part about the game is the fucking cart like the like the level design where some of the levels you're taking you're driving through a house and the houses have doorways that are only thin enough for one cart to fit through (laughs) (laughs) and and if you get stuck if you get stuck in a corner or on a doorway fuck it you're done you're after (laughs) dude okay you know how like all the newer mario kart games uh this is another thing that mario kart we started that is fucking brilliant where they they bring back older maps for like half the maps in the game yeah they should in the next mario kart mario kart 9 whenever that comes out which is looking like to never happen now but whenever that happens i want this m&m racing level with the fucking single doorway that would be so fucking annoying 
to play in like a better designed game where like everyone's just spamming their items before it to try to get through a pinch point. That sounds fun as fuck in a well-designed game, not in this garbage-ass game. In a good game, you're absolutely right. 8 Deluxe. They added, you know, fucking... They've a Mercedes-Benz that you can drive. A fucking... They've added Link. Uh, I, I believe they might have added one of the Squid characters from... Yeah, they have the Splatoon Inklings. Mercedes has a couple cars in there, right? But the, like, the, the GLA, the cheapest SUV that they sell... Actually, I don't think that's true. Anyway, that is my go-to car with a smaller character like Isabelle or Baby Daisy. Those are my go-tos. This is why you're shit at Mario Kart. Flawless. It doesn't have the highest top speed, but no map has, like, a long straightaway for that to matter. This is why you're shit at Mario Kart, because especially Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, because you don't pick a motorcycle character. Bro, motorcycles only matter if they're a large character. I never pick large characters because they're too fat and heavy. And that's why you will always lose to me. Yeah? Play me right now. No, I literally would. My Joy-Cons are fucking broken. I, my, I... So are mine. I'll still win. Use motion controls. No, I'm not going to fucking lose to you because I have motion controls. Fuck you. I'll use motion controls too. I will still win. And it doesn't even have anything to do with motion controls because even if I use motion controls, the joystick is still going to always go to the right. Well, you single Joy-Con the one that's not drifting. Here's the bottom line, Alden. <laughs> I, will, I will kick your ass in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe when I have enough to buy brand new Joy-Cons. Sakula did beat you in 8-Ball twice, Alden. No, I will beat you with your broke Joy-Con. I'm sure you will, because my fucking Joy-Cons are broken, and it costs six- No, I will use your broke Joy-Cons, and I will give you working Joy-Con. Come to New York again, we can set up the fucking Switch on the TV in my fucking apartment. We're doing this in the worst setting possible. We're going to Whiskey Traders. We're setting it on a table. <laughs> All right. We'll go to Whiskey Trader. We'll go to Whiskey Trader and we'll talk to the bartender. And we'll be like, hey, we're going to set up the switch on the TV. This sounds kind of epic. On the TV. No, I'm talking on the switch console. <laughs> Stand out on a table. We will be huddled around each other trying to see this tiny screen. Fuck it. Yeah, let's do that. All right. Eminem kart racing. <laughs> Second to the bottom in shameless shovel, or second to the top in shameless shovelware. You heard it here first. If you live in the New York area, come to Whiskey Traders. Uh, New Year's. Come to Whiskey Trader and I'll kick your ass in Mario Kart. All right, up next we've got New Super Mario Bros. Wii, a uh, certified hood classic. Supreme. Oh, it's supreme. It's top of supreme, supreme. right now. No, no, below Mario Kart. No, it's no, above Mario Kart. Above. Uh, New Super Mario Bros. Wii, the fact that you could play a 2D Mario platformer with four people was so epic. My dad and both of my brothers and I beat this entire game 100%. It was a gauntlet. It took us, like, honestly a month to collect every single big coin, mostly because my brother Zach was actively trying to kill me and Nick the entire time, and my dad was just speedrunning this shit. He was like, this is easier than the one on NES. You guys need to keep up. And the bubble mechanic, where, like, if you were in help or about to lose a life, and you just go in the bubble and then shake your controller as fast as possible to get to your loved ones fucking awesome <laughs> i loved this game it was so fucking chaotic it was very stressful at times and uh the worst feeling ever was when you game over because your your main player whoever's anchoring and staying alive it, it dies and the other three people are in a bubble and then the game is just like 
and you go back to the map. So fucking fun. Uh, this is the best multiplayer experience on the Wii in a in a game that isn't centered around competing. Yes, when when this game came out, uh, I I got it and I played and I was only like on World Two. I had only done a little bit. But then there was a huge, like, one of the biggest snowstorms I've ever experienced in my life. And, like, we planned it so I would get snowed in at my, like, grandma and my uncle's. And me and my uncle played this game for an entire day. And we got to, like, World 7, almost 8, in one day. That's wholesome. Although, you know, I love the multiplayer component, and I love the bubble thing. I, I love all of that. You're, I, I do agree that it should go above Mario Kart, but my case for it going below Mario Kart is that it is just a port from the DS version. It's no, not, it's not. It's not, no. though. No, it's not. It's not in the slightest. It is. It's the same, it's the same levels. It's, it's the same levels. No, it doesn't. They have entirely different power-ups. They're not the same game at all. The case for going above Mario Kart is that Mario Kart uh, on the Wii is not the best Mario Kart. You could make a really good case that this is the greatest 2D Mario of all time. You can't make that case for Mario Kart Wii. Okay, I'm sold. That's fair. That makes sense. Look, I mean, like, this came out when we were in fifth grade. Fifth grade? I think I was in, like, sixth or seventh. What the fuck? What, what is time? What is time? Are we in a simulation? Yes, it came out in 2009. Figure it out. The only talk at my school was literally <laughs> Percy Jackson and this game. Ow! I stubbed my foot. All right, Josh is bleeding. It's time to talk about Ninja Bread Man. Uh, what? You know, Ninja Bread Man. Do I know? I don't think I've ever heard of this game. Bottom of shameless shovelware. This is the lowest rated game on the Nintendo Wii. It has a 20% on Metacritic. Oh my god. It's a ripoff of Banjo-Kazooie. Fuck this game. It's bottom of shameless shovelware. It's below fucking carnival. Fuck this game. I agree. This is a really, really, really poorly made 3D platformer that barely runs properly. The villains or like the enemies are like flying and you're a grounded like target and like you only can hit them like one third of the time. So you just end up swinging the fucking sword like an idiot while trying to platform through this terrible, terrible designed game. This is like Sonic Boom. If you've ever seen gameplay of that in terms of its like layout and in terms of its mapping. But, like, way worse, way, like, even more underperforming, like, uh, uh, graphics and glitches, and then just relentless enemies. Like, it was trying to be, like, a beat-em-up mixed with a 3D platformer in the same vein as something of Banjo and Kazooie, and it straight up does not work at all. I went to go read some reviews for this game, and of course they're all one star or whatever, but there is a five star I came across, and it's just the, like definition or explanation of the uh Carcharo Dontosaurus. what and i think because of this review i'd like to see it in better than you'd expect what's that what did we what did you just say it's a dinosaur nink and poop man yeah <laughs> <laughs> up next we've got okami anyone play this one i did not no i didn't it's a very uh, well received critical darling on the nintendo wii developed by a third party developer and was kind of the first breakthrough for this uh 
I don't really remember playing it that much, but I know my friends all had it, and it kind of works like the art style is very like uh, monochrome. It's like black and white. Yo, it won two bath. Wow. Your uh, character it kind of spreads color throughout the environments as you complete the levels, and it has this really cool like Japanese oil painting art style. And uh, this game was like like a huge critical success for the Nintendo Wii and kind of opened the door for more like third party developers to make games specifically for the Wii and why I think it had a run as long as it did. Because this came out in like 2007 or 8, pretty early into the life cycle of this console and I think injected new life into it. I uh, haven't beaten this game, but I've heard outstanding things and uh, I think it's probably actually good. I, I think that this is at the top of actually good. It reminds me uh, when I like just my memories of playing it. It reminds me of a of like a Ghibli movie mixed with like Legend of Zelda. It's absolutely beautiful. Even though like like they've released like remasters since that are even more pretty because like, of course, because the Wii was not known for its like you know graphic fidelity, but it's a beautiful game. Um, the art style is amazing. I think it belongs at the top of actually good. It, it really elevates itself. Um, it, it's, it's really unique. The only reason it doesn't belong in Supreme is because it didn't receive, like, you know, that, like, widespread purchase and cultural, like, like, uh, like, impact that it probably should have had. And also, you know, again, like I said, it's slow. It's, it's, a it's, it's very much a game for people who like video games it was re-released on the uh like ps4 xbox one and it's on steam right now too so i think yeah top actually good makes sense i think uh you know maybe a critical reevaluation after you guys play it could put it in supreme but for now i feel very content with this i'm happy that we're giving it the love that it deserves unlike the metroid prime trilogy trilogy <laughs> we are now moving exactly. on to punch out uh this was a boxing game a uh, re- reboot of sorts for the punch out series that came out in on the wii in 2010 not of sorts it is a reboot of punch out it is probably the definitive edition of punch out i think that you know you can look at the original punch out and be like oh that's a game that i i even if you haven't played it you can be like i i've seen that i've seen that before this is the way that are even a little bit interested in playing a punch out game this is the one you should probably play um because it's got the characters from the original but it's remastered in such a way that has like a lot of character it's not a boxing it is a boxing game because it's about boxing but it's not like you know we sports boxing it's it's very much almost a rhythm game it's a lot more arcadey for sure speaking of like we sports boxing how difficult is punch out compared to fighting against uh matt from Wii Sports Boxing. Uh, more difficult, way more difficult. More difficult than Matt? You have to focus on the timing of the people you're fighting. And as it goes on, it gets extremely hard. Like, extremely, extremely hard. You will lose many, many times. Yeah, dude, Donkey Kong at the end of this game is a fucking pain in my ass. He is so hard to beat. I, I personally think that this game belongs at the bottom of Supreme. Uh, I, I think that this game is mad underrated, and uh, I, I think it has held up very, very well. I'm surprised they haven't ported it to Switch, if I'm being honest, because I think it's it's a very modern game in its design and would hold up very well. It feels like they took, like, the original, like, Punch-Out and, like, just, like, like redesigned the entire game 
to be a 3D game, but the game is no is, is not different at all. I think that Bottom of Supreme is a good idea. If you like Punch-Out, or even if you if you just appreciate a game like even like you know Dark Souls or something that takes like skill and you have to think about what you're doing next in order to like progress in the game it's it's it, it very much feels like that and no matter what games you enjoy playing that's something that you can uh, you can identify with but this this is a very Kino game <laughs> up next speaking of Kino games We've got Resident Evil 4, the the uh, the Nintendo Wii port of the game, which came out, I believe, three years after um, its initial release on GameCube, PlayStation 2, and Xbox. Oh, yeah. A lot of people point to this as the definitive port of the game, which is wild that it's on the Nintendo Wii, because it was not known for its M-rated library whatsoever, but the uh, ability to use motion controls actually elevates this game uh, than other versions, uh, because the original controls, uh, make you use the second stick to aim, but it's inverted and it's a big pain in the ass and you can't turn it off. Uh, you're just stuck with inverted aim controls, which is weird. So like down is up and up is down, which really throws people for a loop. Yeah. I've heard people, um, that currently use inverted controls and FPSs, um, They've done it because they had to get used to RE4. Yeah, it's wild. And what has kind of worked so well about this Wii port is that it runs the same version of the game that's on GameCube and PlayStation 2 cosmetically, but it also changes the way that the camera works in the game. You had to you you, uh, you originally had to control the camera with the R1 and uh, L1 buttons which is a big pain in the ass on GameCube, especially because there's only an R1 button or whatever they call it on that. I think it's like RB. So what you'd have to do is you'd have to hit the select button and then change if you wanted to look left or look right. And in a game like this, that fucking sucks so much. But on the Wii version of this game, they added a dynamic camera that just assumed you wanted to look the way you were pointing with your motion controls. And that makes so much sense. I think that this is one of the best uh, uses of motion controls on the console uh, for a game that wouldn't you wouldn't think needs it. And I also think that the, because it's the definitive version of the game, it's way better than you'd expect. I think this is the best Resident Evil game to date. I think that this is uh, below... Uh, this is above Mario Kart... Mario Party 8 in actually good. Whoa. I could see this in Supreme. I, I could see it at the bottom of Supreme, at least. It definitely doesn't beat out anything in Supreme right now. Josh, what's your conclusion? By the way it sounds, I don't, I don't know if it could be better than Mario Kart 8. Mario Party 8? Mario Party 8, not Mario Kart 8. Mario, uh, you know, below Mario Party 8 also makes sense, but in that range is where I feel like it I'm works. not that attached. I'm fine with it going there. Yeah, it works for me. I think it's actually good. All right, it's time for the Rock Band kids to rise up. Me. I will rise up. It shows. I had this game on Wii as well. It doesn't show. Yeah, what I liked about Rock Band was this was pre-Guitar Hero World Tour, so at least the first when the first Rock Band came out. So the thought of having the guitar, the drums, the mic was all very uh, intriguing to me. And yeah, I remember like having like holidays where like the cousins would come over and we'd all have like a whole band playing like Rock Band had a pretty good playlist, but Rock Band 2 
specifically was great because you could download other songs. I remember going over my cousin's house and us just jamming out to the best day ever from Spongebob. All that was great. Um, yeah, I have a lot of fond memories with the Rock Band franchise. And uh, it all started with this first game right here, which I had a lot of fun with. Yeah, the main set list for this game has uh, Are You Gonna Be My Girl by Jet, Black Hole Sun, Soundgarden, Blitzkrieg Bop by The Ramones, uh, Creep by Radiohead, da Danny California by the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Detroit Rock City by Kiss, Don't Fear the Reaper, Blue Oyster Cult, Enter Sandman, Metallica, uh, Foreplay slash Long Time by Boston, uh, Here It Goes Again by OK Go, Learn to Fly, Foo Fighters, In Bloom by Nirvana, Next to You, Police. I mean, this is sabotage the beastie boys i mean this is this is blow for blow as good of a set list as world tour if i remember correctly in the paul blart mall cop movie he sings he sings detroit rock city on guitar hero but it's in rock band no 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 he's playing rock band in that scene i always thought he was playing living on a prayer which is in guitar hero world tour uh, it's like fucking Mandela effect in Paul Blart Mall Cop, but no, he is playing rock band and he is uh, uh, doing Detroit Rock City. Uh, for that alone, it should be an actually good because it's time for rock band to get the recognition it deserves. So like right above Guitar Hero? I would argue below, but next to I would argue for above Guitar Hero, but I, I know I'm outnumbered here. I'm the only rock band kid in this panel. I mean, Nate played rock band. I think he's the most qualified since he had both. Uh, th these games were about a year apart. Rock Band 2 came out a year after Guitar Hero World Tour, and Rock Band 1 came out uh, 10 months before Guitar Hero World Tour. So, I, I mean, I think that they both kind of... I think the fact that these games were in direct competition made both of them better. I think Rock Band 2 is definitely a better game than the first Rock Band and maybe a better game than Guitar Hero World Tour. But on the contrary, I think without Guitar Hero 3 Legends of Rock, I don't know if Rock Band would have ever been developed uh, simply because that game was such a runaway success, so high in sales. I mean, adding the instruments of drums and microphone were a big deal. Uh, it changed the game. And, uh, I mean, I think Rock Band's the more influential one, but Guitar Hero really set the precedent for what that game could be, and then Rock Band kind of followed suit and, and added to it in a very great way. It's a shame that Activision was pressuring Guitar Hero to release a new game every single year for the first five years, and then after that, they were like, actually, we want one a quarter. And then, like, they just became so bloated that people were like, I don't need to buy a new Guitar Hero game every time that the moon changes cycle. Like, this is getting out of hand. And uh, I think Rock Band was actually smarter in, in spreading its releases out further. But they are both dead in the water as of, uh, as of recording this. I'd love both of them to come back in a proper way with the classic arcade fun. Rock Band tried to come back, right? Yeah, they both did relatively recently. I think they made a Rock Band 5 and a Guitar Hero Live, and they both just aren't what they needed to be. Like, if you wanted to release, like, a Rock Band or a Guitar Hero nowadays, and you wanted to update the music, it would be very hard. Because you'd have to use music that was older, that had been used before. You'd have to have Billie Eilish somehow. That's fine. You could totally inject some Olivia Rodrigo songs in Guitar Hero. That oh, definitely. 
do you think if they had a comeback, do you think that they would have uh, the Wonder Woman theme as a playable song? Yeah, no, in Guitar Hero, you could have a comeback with something like the Wonder Woman theme because you've got the electric cello, which probably my favorite theme of any superhero to like in modern date. If we're not talking about the classic ones and we're talking about new ones. You know what? Yeah, I do want a Spider-Man like theme played in Guitar Hero. I just want to say for the record, Poker Face by Lady Gaga was in Rock Band 3. You could definitely do modern music. Okay, all right. Well, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. All right. Up next, we've got Rayman's Raving Rabbids, a spinoff of the Rayman trilogy or, or series of games now. I guess there's more than just the three. There's a shitload of... This was the first one with the Rabbids and them being a uh, mini game collection. This is the top of Shameless Shovelware. yeah i yeah i mean obviously below metroid but it's not it's not a proper game for either of these properties actually the sequels to rabbits when they just like embrace the rabbits kind of like the minions movie but not at all i was just about to say the rabbits ran so the minions could walk it's the same stupid humor that's true. <laughs> yeah. I I, the, I think that that game is a weird thing as a whole because it doesn't embrace the Rayman uh, aspect, but it also doesn't embrace like fully the, the, the Rabbids aspect. Like it kind of does, which it is shovelware because it's it's just a bunch of mini games. Well, so is Mario Party. So is Mario Party, but Mario Party is like the peak of shovelware because it it has a point to it. It feels like... I feel like WarioWare is the peak of shovelware. Mario Party 8 is a collection of minigames. That is the definition of shovelware. Mario Party 8 and every other Mario Party does it better than every other shovelware title does, like Carnival or fucking... What is that other one? Arcades or whatever... Here's why I think Rabbids, though, kind of stands out above the stuff we have in Shovelware, besides, like, Metroid Trilogy, I guess. Like, um, uh, uh, it, 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 has, it, it has one foot in the Mario Party 8 camp and one foot in the just shameless Shovelware category. Um, I mean, I think the leaning into the Rabbids thing is, is cool. Like, I, I like the fact that it is so, like, toilet humor and, and stupid and over the top and, and like... They're just trying to make these little rabid guys like the next like funniest thing ever. But I personally think that this game belongs at the bottom of thanks for the memories because it has that same kind of like kinetic like, oh, you're going for the high score. You're you're trying to beat the other rabbits you're playing against with like your your friends or whoever you're playing the game with in like Mario Party. But the multiplayer and rabbits, the multiplayer and rabbits suck shit. Not really. I mean, it's a mini game collection that you can directly compete against everyone you're playing with. But most of the mini games don't support multiplayer in the way that you want it in a competitive way. I mean, yeah, you get whoever gets the highest score wins, and then second, third, and fourth place. I'll accept it at bottom of thanks for the memories, but I really think that this goes at the top or right below. I really think Metroid deserved better for this list, just to be fair. I I think that this is fine. Yeah, top of Shameless Shovelware works for me. Moving on to SmackDown vs. Raw 2008. Josh, take it away. Time for me to talk. So, 
SmackDown vs. Raw 2008. I bought this game before I even became a wrestling fan. It was a gift from my parents. Uh, I think I had a neighbor that was like really into wrestling, and uh, I think I played it over his house, really liked it, and then I played it here. Literally, this game is one of the pillars of me becoming such a big professional wrestling fan to this day. Are you saying that without this game, we wouldn't have had Star Wars Wrestling? Yes, I am saying that, actually. Whoa. This is big. For that reason alone, it deserves Supreme. But, I never had this on the Wii. And I always just thought, oh, it's just a port. And then I looked into it recently, and I was like, oh, this had motion controls. But on, not only did it have motion controls, it was one of the best motion controls when you compare it to the other... I guess, sports games or whatever, if you want to put it in that category. But the issue is, it didn't have 24-7 mode or GM mode or any of the modes that it had, which one made SmackDown vs. Raw 2008 great. But it had great motion controls that you could play with friends. It could be better than Madden 08. It had a great roster. You had your John Cena, Randy Orton, like all the wrestlers that you grew up with. But then it also had Legends. But yeah, from what I've seen, the motion controls for some reason were really good for this game. And uh, for that alone, I think it actually should go higher. And the soundtrack for this game, really good. Uh, if John Porolski was here, he'd be probably praising it. Yeah. I think, uh, I think this is good. I think this is a solid Wii game if we don't compare it to its other versions on other consoles. If, if you just take the one factor that I care about in this game, the fact that you can take the Wii remote and wave it in front of your face. You can do the taunts too, like you could do the John Cena, you can't see me. Those are just like part of it. Like if you just do that, they'll do the you can't see me fucking... Uh, taunt. I'm pretty sure it does all the taunts. I could be wrong. For that reason alone, because I've never played this game, I've watched people play it, and again, like most rest, most sports games, I don't get it. I think it should go in Supreme, just because you can do the fucking John Cena <laughs> taunt, and you can just you can just take the Wii remote and shake it in front of your face, and the game's like, yep, you can't see me. Yeah, I'm fine with Supreme because I was just watching gameplay as you were talking, and uh, I watched Rey Mysterio punch some dude in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, yeah, no, I'm okay with it being at the bottom of Supreme. I think that this game has a devoted fan base, and I think... Uh, other versions of the game, like on other consoles, this is still one of the standout titles in the Raw versus SmackDown uh, uh, franchise. Uh, 2008's definitely like the most beloved one. And like you said, Josh, there's features that aren't in this game, but the developers didn't just like be like, oh, well, fuck it. We can't really have like the, the manager mode and all those things that people really like in the other versions. But they still implemented exclusive things for this version of the game. And I think that that alone is is the type of development from these massive multi-platform launched or like release releases that just aren't aren't done today and should be. So, I mean, I personally think that games like Okami or Resident Evil 4 are better games than this, but I'm OK seeing it here at the bottom of Supreme. It's definitely better than 2K19 uh, or 20 on the Switch. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Up next, we've got Super Smash Bros. Brawl. A hot take. And no matter where it's put, it will be hot. 
I mean, I think it's kind of the redheaded stepchild within the Smash Brothers franchise now, mostly because the scene is uh, mostly just a bunch of degenerates who care about the competitive gameplay. I don't care about Smash players' opinions of these games. This one was a lot of fun. I agree. So, I'm the opposite. This was my first Smash Bros. game, but I don't really like it. That's kind of weird. Yeah, I... I don't know. Because it was my first Smash game, too, and I, I love to play it. The thing I don't like about this game is, like, the art style. Like, I don't like how, like, realistic some of the textures are. Like, Mario's overalls just straight up look like real jeans. The lighting <laughs> is super dramatic. It, it feels like they're trying to make it gritty, which was never the point of Smash Brothers. But... I will say the fact that they have Subspace Emissary, they have this giant story mode. I mean, I feel like they are, they've dropped the ball the last two entries by not doing that. I mean, we have World of Light, but that's like two cutscenes and a fucking terrible-ass gameplay that's so repetitive, it's not even worth finishing. Uh, sure, you could say the same about Subspace and the fact that, like, yeah, it's essentially just bare-bones platforming with fighting controls, but at least you get to see all these characters cross paths, interact, and it, this is the Avengers Infinity War of of Nintendo crossover games. It's got a uh, fan fiction that's still going. Yeah, it has the longest running piece of literature in the English language, a fucking uh, fan fiction that <laughs> keeps on getting chapters added to it about some guy's cringe-ass OC fighting against all the beloved Nintendo characters. This belongs above Mario Kart 8 in actually good or Mario Kart Mar I keep saying Mario Kart Mario Party 8 because it does have that cultural impact uh it is the red-headed stepchild especially of smash games it does have that love People love this game. Dude, how fucking cool was it when they were like, oh yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog and Snake are going to be in this game. Exactly. To me, this is this is supreme. I think that this is one... If, if someone owns five Wii games and they don't own this, they shit their pants. Where in Supreme do you think it belongs? I think it belongs just over Punch-Out and under respectfully under Mario Kart Wii. I, I could agree with that. I could agree with that. Yeah, I agree. All right. Uh, yeah, Super Mario Galaxy and Super Mario Galaxy 2. I have a hot take with Super Mario Galaxy 2 if we're going with that one first. Sure, let's hear it. I think this belongs in Supreme. That's not a hot take. I think it belongs in Supreme right below Mario Kart Wii. I think they both belong in Supreme. I agree wholeheartedly. I think that the original Mario Galaxy belongs at the very top of Supreme. Oh. I think the second one belongs right below uh, Mario Kart 2, and the only reason is because the story isn't very strong. In the first Mario Galaxy, the story is extremely strong. It's very powerful. Super cinematic with the orchestral music and, like, the fact that you, like, you're on these planets and you go from one to the next, it, the hub world, all that's very, very cinematically presented, whereas uh, Super Mario Galaxy 2 is kind of just, like, a map layout like a lot of other Mario games. Um, but I think the level design of Super Mario Galaxy 2 is overall stronger. I think the gameplay's a little stronger. For the first, Super Mario Galaxy deserves recognition and deserves to be part of like the, the very top if not the second but the the very top of supreme because super mario galaxy one is probably the best wii game i've ever played 
Yeah, but hear me out. It's only a single-player game, and I think what made the Wii so strong was the fact that it had those multiplayer games that brought the whole family together. I mean, if I wanted to play a single-party, a single-person Mario game, I'm going back to 64. Like, Super Mario Galaxy can be enjoyed by one person and then three other people sitting around watching them. Or if you really want to be ambitious, you can have a second player control the fucking uh, star bit collector and they can sit there and twiddle that around on the screen and it's fucking miserable. I've been the player two for this game. It sucks. I hear you. But but Super Mario Galaxy 2 deserves to be below uh, uh, Mar- Mario Kart. I think that Super Mario Galaxy 2 objectively gameplay wise is a better game i think it's 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 more fun it has more mechanics there's more interesting levels there's a lot more levels there's a lot more to do in super mario galaxy 2 but super mario galaxy 1 deserves to be number one on this tier list i think no it it is the most unique the most like innovative the most like you just got coconut mauled You put Mario Galaxy below fucking Super Mario... Fucking, what, new Super Mario Bros. Wii? Yes. Bullshit. Nonsense bullshit. Cart Wii in June. I haven't played Super Mario Galaxy since it came out. And they re-released it last year. (laughs) On Switch! Super Mario Galaxy is not even arguably probably the best Mario game to date i strongly disagree no it's above mario sunshine it's definitely above sunshine all i'm gonna say is the amount of replay value i got at a new super mario bros wii is greater than both super mario galaxy games combined i have sat down and beaten mario super mario galaxy in like a single sitting like a handful of times and i beat it once as a kid and had a great time playing it i agree the story the cinematic presentation it is mario's grandest adventure to date but i don't think it has the 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 element that the original super mario bros has on nes of just being able to pick it up and play and have this great careless adventure going from left to right it's simplistic and it's fun. The power-ups in the new Super Mario Bros. games are way better than any of the power-ups in Super Mario Galaxy. I think the biggest problem with 3D Mario games is that they lose what makes Mario fun, and that is, like, literally just going from point A to point B, collecting power-ups, and trying to beat the levels in the best most streamlined way ever. You play a 3D Mario game, it takes you 10 minutes to get through one level. You play a 2D Mario game, you can beat four levels in 10 minutes if you're good enough. Like, I could pick up and play New Super Mario Bros. Wii right now, play it till I get bored, and be halfway through it. Or I could pick up Super Mario Galaxy right now, play it for six or seven hours, and beat it. Like, it's, 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 you sit down and you beat it. It's not, you, you enjoy it, you, you play all the levels, you collect all the coins. It's just not as addicting. Two things, and I'll drop it. Super Mario Galaxy is objectively, if you're playing it single player and you dropped all the other bullshit, it's a more fun, it's more fun to play. Well, that's, that's the problem I have there is the majority of me playing Super Mario Bros. Wii, I played it alone. I never really had people over. I would just play that game and I'd beat it and I found every single secret world alone. The only time I played with other people is that one like snow day. Fine. Maybe you didn't find it as fun. Number two, okay, 
which really is, is more of a side tangent. This really isn't even an argument for, for Super Mario Galaxy. I'm okay with it being at number three. I believe it should be at number one, but I'm okay with it being at number three. But just as a side tangent, we should do a tier list on just Mario games in general. We did. It sucked. But did it have Mario Odyssey in the list? Mm-hmm. It had everything. And every single... Every single game. And the Nate the Nate got mugged. Just tell me where Odyssey made it so I don't have to shit my pants right now. It was now. like top five. Top five? It might have been top three. No, Odyssey is Odyssey is number one. Odyssey is the best Mario. I think New Super Mario Bros. Wii was number one. Yes. Yeah, it was. That's fucking ridiculous. You guys are fucking insane. I'm gonna kill myself and all of you. Holy shit. That's all I ask. We move on to a lighter topic. The Legend of Zelda game where Link's a furry. Twilight Princess. Twilight Princess goes above Smash. <laughs> Does it? Whatever. I don't really care. I think Smash should go above it. I think Galaxy 2 should go above it. I think Punch-Out should go above I think fucking SmackDown versus Raw <laughs> should go above it. I think Okami yes. should go above it. It should go in actually good under Resi 4. I'm fine with that. I'm sorry. Twilight Princess is a GameCube game that happened to also come out on the on the Wii just because of timing because Nintendo delayed Twilight Princess six years. Twilight Princess is fine, but it's no Ocarina of Time and no Majora's Mask. Uh, I think that the controls and like the gameplay variety is fun, but it's also like it's super dated. Like you can go back to older Zelda games and have a great time. But you can't go back to the two Wii ones being Skyward Sword and Twilight Princess and have as fun of a time. I, I really don't love the puzzles in this game, the layouts, the dungeons. They all feel like a giant step back from what Majora's Mask and even to a certain extent what Wind Waker are. As long as it b- goes below Mario Galaxy 2, I'm not upset. But I think it should go in Thanks for the Memories. Thanks for the Memories? Okay, it's fine by me. Alright, now we are getting in to the Wii games. This is what it's all about. This has been a gauntlet of, an, of a recording, but we are moving on to Wii Fit. Top of the motion controls. I don't know. I think it is better than you expect. Yeah, I think like it drawing in older adult audiences was huge for the week it's just barely a game well it wasn't like meant to be a game game it was meant to be a fitness like app but this is a game tier list okay so we're all in our early 20s for this panel it might be thanks for the memories because i feel like we're not at that demographic yet i don't know if there's gonna be a switch fit we're all gonna do in like 20 years but there was ring fit adventure jory got it jory's also like a 50 year old man living in a 23 year old's body yeah i would say or bottom of thanks for the memories then i think it's funny for like five years you would just be in your friend's living room and there'd be like a we fit balance board just chilling somewhere in the room (laughs) like it's one of my favorite fucking memories uh as being like a a kid just going over to someone's house for the first time and trying to find where their Wii motion sensor bar was and where their Wii Fit balance board were. The only thing that's good about the fucking Wii Fit balance board was Sean White snowboarding, which I'm surprised isn't on this list. The boards that came with, uh, I think there was a Tony Hawk game that came with a board and I think Sean White's game came with a board. Those boards sucked. If you use the balance board, it was great. Yeah, made the game way better. All right, well, uh, yeah, we fit, I think, is the thanks for the memories. That sounds good to me. 
that's a good place for it. Yeah. We've got Wii Music. Um, are, are you guys familiar with Wii Music at all, John? I know you said you'd never heard of it. I did. I literally learned about it at when I looked at this list that you made. I didn't even know it existed. I have no fucking idea what this game is, and it's the one game on this entire list that I know literally nothing about yeah so we music tried to be what we sports was for i guess music like it was like oh this is gonna be fun people can play as their me's and then learn how to play really fun music uh it just used motion controls to teach people strings bat a brass and woodwind instruments and didn't fucking work at all uh if you ever want to have a good time look up e3 2010 i think it was the wii music uh uh launch video and they have like uh like one of those like really like well renowned like prestigious orchestras come out and play like some classic nintendo songs but they all just have wii controllers and they're supposed to be within the game of wii music and it nothing like that's even even possible they all just involve shaking the wii remote at different like rhythms and whatever instrument you select is the notes that play it's fucking terrible sounds like bottom of fucking shameless shovelware but i don't know sounds like it the thing that sucks so much about it too though is it was entirely nintendo uh produced and developed like from the ground up it's like the whole magic of what the wii console was died with this game in my opinion it was the last major release by nintendo with the wii title it, it killed all the momentum that the goodwill of Wii Sports and Wii Sports Resort put into it. Uh, even Wii Fit to some degree. It was a cultural phenomenon. Wii Music, most people don't know exists. Dude, there is a dude playing drums on stage barefoot using the Wii balance board. <laughs> Incredible. Up next, Wii Play. Most people know this because it was bundled with a second controller. And it's supreme. I actually got mine in a uh, fifth grade, like, elementary school competition in PE. Hell yeah. Wait, what is with your PE? First you're playing Just Dance, and now you're winning We Play? Dude, and that was like five years apart. I'd say bottom of better than you expect. Yeah, I really liked playing We Play, but it's not incredible by any means it's a mini game collection and i think some of the mini games are actually a lot of fun uh most notably billiards and tanks the cow racing one is fun too tanks one was probably my favorite yes i agree but some of them were just like ooh, uh hit the a button and make your me a different pose and then put it in a bubble it's like okay fuck this but there's a fun little duck hunt mini game where you just use the motion controls to shoot at ducks it's uh it's fun there's, I think it's a bit of a mixed bag, but yeah, no, I think uh, the fact that it just came bundled with another controller was more Nintendo-made minigames like Wii Sports. I think that this was a great, uh, great marketing decision because what do people need when they buy a console? You need a game and you need multiple controllers, seeing as how almost every game was multiplayer. So the fact that they released this shortly after launch, it was a good, it was a good power play. I think it was like seventy bucks or eighty bucks came with a you know a game that was worth like 20 bucks and a new controller you'd save ten dollars or so i guess it is better than you expect yeah i'd put it like that's fine right here uh there here it comes we're gonna start with the one that started it all the game that came bundled with the nintendo wii 
first time I believe that the that Nintendo decided to bundle a game with the console since Super Mario Bros. and Duck Hunt with the original NES. This is Wii Sports. Very smart of them. Supreme. Definitely Supreme. Yeah, Supreme, uh, I think it goes above Punch-Out. I'm gonna piss you off. I think it goes above Galaxy. I'm gonna piss everyone off. It goes above It goes above everything at Supreme. This is the definition of Wii Games tier list. This is the GOAT. This is the- this is it. This is the Michael Jordan. That doesn't piss me off at all. I- I-, I honestly, I think it should- I- first of all, I think that fucking Mario Galaxy 2 should go above Smash. But, you know, if that's not going to happen, I think that it it should at least go above Smash, if not go all the way to the top. I think that Wii Sports is probably one of the best, if not the best, Wii game of all time. I think I've gotten more enjoyment out of Super Mario Bros. Wii than I have Wii Sports. That's why I would like Mario to stay above it. But I do understand that Wii Sports is, like, the staple of the console. I think that saying that it, you've gotten more enjoyment out of fucking Mario uh, Wii is blasphemy. Well, there's more variety of gameplay than, like, the six to eight game modes that there are in Wii Sports. I think Wii Sports does such a good job of being a, of being a tightly packed minigame collection, like... A lot of the other ones on this list, and the reason why I think they are so low, is when you do more than, like six mini games they're not all very fleshed out and they're not all very competent but with Wii Sports all five of the games are incredibly fun I mean even like the one that's the most simply designed and simply played is the tennis one that was my favorite as a kid when the game first came out no the simplest one is the boxing one the tennis one was my like go-to for for parents, grandparents, whoever. But that was like nunchuck, wasn't it? Yeah, the that one in- incorporated the nunchuck. It also had like you know a stamina bar. You also had to learn the di- or not a stamina, but like a health bar. It also had like other mechanics in which you could hook punches and. Uh, there was there was definitely more mechanics to it than tennis. Tennis was swing the fucking remote when the ball's near you. I'm- Wii Sports, uh, uh, the one thing that we haven't mentioned yet is the fucking music. Every single track in this game is so well done, so amazing, and so iconic, too. Like, uh, it's kind of like, it's crazy how good the music is in in a game that's this simple. It, It feels like Nintendo at its absolute strongest, where it's a game that's bringing the whole family together. Dude, bowling with four family members, even if you only had one controller, you played it on Christmas morning when you unboxed your Wii, all four people could have fun. That was the biggest thing about Wii Sports, is if you just bought the console, just the console, which came with Wii Sports, and one remote, that was enough to play Wii Sports with your family. You could play baseball, and you could play uh, bowling, like, you could still play a multiplayer game. I, I believe Wii Sports belongs where it is, but... As we're moving on to the next one, I think Wii Sports Resort, it, it, it goes a step above, I think. Ah. Uh, I don't know. We can talk about that. Let's do that right now. Josh, Josh, what's your take here, man? I actually never owned a copy of Wii Sports Resort. I don't know. By the time Wii Sports Resort came out, I was kind of... Not that I was over the Wii, but I'm like, I don't know. I I don't know. I had a lot of cool games on the PS3 and stuff. I just, I wasn't really paying close attention to the Wii at the time. It uh, 
for if the Wii was your primary console in your household, I could see the love for Wii Sports Resort. Resort as a casual Wii owner, I didn't see the appeal of even getting a copy of Wii Sports Resort, even though I've heard great things. Yeah, I never owned this for myself, um, but I do think it was a problem that the game was sold without the like Motion Plus whatever adapter. That's that depends on what game you bought because when I bought it, it came with the adapter. Yes, most of the time it was like bundled with it, but uh, I remember my dad almost bought it without one, and we didn't have the Motion Plus like built into the controller. We didn't have the adapters, so it would have been unplayable for me. And I think that probably would have happened for a lot of people. No, you absolutely need it. Yes, like you, it doesn't let you play it without, dude. GameStop is selling Wii Sports Resort used for $50. That is more than the console. That proves how good it is. I don't know. There's only like two games on it that aren't good. I think that's a big hit against it, though. Yeah, that's two games that are not good. Like, that's two more games that are not good than the, the five that are in Wii Sports, the original. Right, but it has more games than that. It has more games than the original. The, the Wii Sports Resort has, like, ten or eleven more games than it than the original has. It has it has the, the, the flying game. Yeah, rip-off pilot wings. Yeah. Swordplay sucked. No, it didn't! Swordplay was amazing! You've got the swordplay minigame where if people are coming at you, you have to block with a certain, like, angle. Well, I think that's the problem, is, like, that certain angle is not consistent. Listen, listen, listen here, Sakula. If I wanted to play with swords, I'm gonna go play Lego Pirates of the Caribbean. You know, better than Lego Worlds. In defense of Wii Sports Resort, I do think, like, the inclusion of stuff like golf and um archery those are probably the best ones in this game swordplay is just better boxing like slightly better boxing like it, it is it's what you you're exactly right it's better it's like boxing in wii sports but better i guess i never cared too much for either my biggest problem with wii sports resort is the best mini games in it are just remakes of the ones in wii sports which i guess wouldn't be a problem like i guess once you get wii sports resort once you get wii sports resort like i guess you just have a bet like a slightly better version of wii sports with more additional mini games but like golf you get an 18 hole course which is way better than doing the nine hole one or the three different three hole ones in the original wii sports bowling which is just the same exact game except you can do a hundred pin mode which is fun like twice they bring back uh t tennis in the form of table tennis which is just I guess slightly more uh, complex because with the motion control plus you just have tighter controls. Yeah, and it's a bit faster of a game. There's a reason why this one didn't catch on as much. I think uh, from what I experienced, because I never owned this game, I'd always played at other people's houses, and everyone's house that I played it at, they had a younger sibling. Wii Sports Resort was the Wii Sports for people slightly younger than us definitely i think that wii sports resort deserves more recognition than that i mean it's getting supreme i just don't think it should be higher than wii sports the absolute staple of the wii no it should be directly below wii sports i think it should be a couple places right there right there below mario kart okay yeah no below mario kart i'm okay with i, I think that that makes sense 
I think that's that's reasonable for it because it's it's a great game. It just doesn't it didn't capture the same feel and momentum of the original. I feel like this tier list proves that the mid card of the Wii is interesting. You're either getting a great game <laughs> or you're getting a shit game. All right. Well, uh yeah, Here's our uh, Duel of the Takes official Wii, uh, Nintendo Wii games uh, tier list. At the very bottom of Shameless Shovelware, we have Wii Music, <laughs> then Ninja Breadman, then Game Party, Carnival Games, M&M Kart Racing, <laughs> Rayman's Raving Rabbids. Uh, then at the top of Shameless Shovelware, we have the Metroid Prime Trilogy. <laughs> In Lay Off the Motion Controls, we have Link's Crossbow Training and Call of Duty Black Ops. <laughs> at the bottom of Thanks for the Memories, we've got Just Dance 3, then the Michael Jackson Experience, We Fit, Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games, and at the top of Thanks for the Memories, we have Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. In the Better Than You Expect tier, we have We Play at the bottom, then Super Mario Strikers right above it, and then we have uh, 2K Sports MLB 2K10, and at the top of Better Than You'd Expect, we have Star Wars Force Unleashed. Woo! In the actually good tier, at the very bottom, we have Super Mario Sluggers, then Madden 08, followed by Mega Man 9, then Rock Band, Guitar Hero World Tour, Resident Evil 4, Mario Party 8, and at the top of Actually Good, we've got Okami. Then in the Supreme category, we start off with SmackDown vs. Raw 2008, yeah. followed by Punch-Out, Super Mario Galaxy 2, then Super Mario Galaxy 1, then Super Smash Bros. Brawl, Wii Sports Resort, Mario Kart Wii, New Super Mario Bros., and the best Wii game of all time is the one that came with the console, Wii Sports Goat. I gotta be honest, I didn't think that uh, New Super Mario Bros. Wii was gonna make it this far. Alright, well, but I'm not, you know, I'm not fucking losing sleep over this list. I, 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 I stand... Well, I know people are going to lose sleep over our placement of Metroid, but that's the point. So when is Brie Larson playing Samus? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, though... I think we did a good job. Thank you for listening or watching. I am also satisfied with this list. <laughs> <laughs>